0: This report covers the time period of August 12th through August 18th, 2013. Vulnerability activity remained consistent with previous periods. Highlights for the period include the Microsoft Security Bulletin release for August 2013, Juniper Networks Security Updates for Apache HTTP Server, and HP Security Updates for Multiple Products. Microsoft published its monthly security bulletin release on August 13th. Microsoft released eight bulletins that address 23 vulnerabilities. The bulletins address vulnerabilities in Microsoft Windows, Internet Explorer, and Exchange. The vulnerabilities could allow an attacker to execute arbitrary code, uh, cause a denial of service condition, or gain elevated privileges. Details of the release are available in a Cisco event response and an insights video on the Cisco SIO portal. Following the Tuesday release, Microsoft announced on Wednesday that it had received reports of issues with the MS-13-061 security bulletin for Exchange Server 2013 uh, that impacts the content index and mailbox databases. The issues reportedly don't impact an organization's ability to send and receive mail, but do impact the ability to search email messages. Juniper Networks has released security bulletins and updated software to address multiple Apache HTTP server vulnerabilities and a security advisory for Juniper Networks Junos. HP released multiple security advisories and updated software for multiple vulnerabilities in HP LoadRunner, HP Network Node Manager, HP Service Manager and Service Center, HP SiteScope and HP System Management Homepage. Cisco released three security notices during the period. IntelliShield published 122 events last week, 73 new events, and 49 updated events. These alerts are available via the IntelliShield Alert Manager service. Visit www.cisco.com slash go slash IntelliShield for more information. Moving on to the Attacks and Compromises Risk Management category. Over the past week, the Syrian Electronic Army has continued its attacks on U.S. organizations, this week launching attacks against the Washington Post, CNN, and Time websites. The websites were compromised to redirect visitors to the uh, Syrian Electronic Army websites. The Syrian Electronic Army announced that they'd compromised the websites through the Outbrain service that provided all three websites with third-party links. Additional reports suggest that the attack was accomplished through phishing attacks to compromise accounts. The Syrian Electronic Army uh, previously focused on compromising organizations' Twitter accounts and posting their messages and links through account tweets. The group and similar attack methods have now moved to compromising websites, in this case through a third-party service provider. The common indicator and initiation of these attacks occurs through phishing attacks to compromise uh, privileged user accounts to gain the required access. Multiple investigations have found that the vast majority of these types of attacks, uh, data breaches, and those characterized as advanced persistent threats, um, are initiated with phishing attacks and compromised accounts that go undetected. Previous investigations have also highlighted the security weaknesses of shared accounts and passwords that are used to manage these third-party and organizational social media accounts. While these phishing attacks continue to be a challenge that can be addressed through dynamic technologies designed to detect these threats and user awareness, tightening the operational procedures for these third-party and organizational accounts and increased monitoring of these accounts can also assist in detecting and preventing these sorts of attacks. Also this week, Researchers have reported the detection of automated tools being used to exploit known vulnerabilities in previous versions of Apache struts to compromise websites. Trend Micro released a blog post with details of their research and the tool being distributed in an underground attack forums. The attackers are reportedly compromising the websites and then using the tools featured to uh, install backdoors, compromise data and users and configurations. The vulnerable versions of Apache Struts may be found on Windows and Linux web servers and have updated versions available to address the vulnerabilities. The current version of Apache Struts is 2.3.15.1. While the media continues to focus on the political attribution, uh, the more significant point is that attacks across the globe, uh, including political, hacktivists, and criminal groups, have shifted their attacks from compromising endpoints uh, and individual users to targeting web servers. The web servers provide the attackers with the increased processing power, bandwidth, and system capabilities to perform more sophisticated and severe attacks on additional targets. The web servers are also commonly hosted in virtual environments that may allow attackers that have compromised one system to then compromise other hosted web servers. Many organizations continue to struggle with managing their virtual environments, and keeping those systems updated for known vulnerabilities, and coordinating their operations with their hosting providers um, to prevent gaps in managing uh, those systems. Web server attacks have quickly jumped to a top attack target and require organizations to focus their security efforts securing these systems. And next, in the identity risk management category, Harbor Freight, a tool and hardware retailer, and smartphone experts, an online electronics reseller, both suffered breaches of their credit card payment processing systems. Reports are few, but indicate that thousands of records, and possibly more, uh, could have been retrieved by attackers. The breach was the result of malicious software infections on payment processing systems. Organizations who have done business with the businesses affected by the breaches should be aware of possible spam campaigns and other fraudulent activity which might uh, take advantage of the information gathered from that breach. Organizations with point-of-sale and payment processing systems should continue to monitor and audit their own systems, as these systems are attractive targets for attackers. And this week in the trust risk management category, Microsoft, working with Comscore, has released the results of their Trust in Computing survey. The survey included nine countries and questions on how security is addressed in their software development programs. The results show that less than half of those surveyed considered secure development a priority or used a secure development process, uh, despite the demonstrated return on investment of these security programs. This appears to be a glass-half-full or glass-half-empty situation. Many of the major vendors, including Cisco, have implemented secure development lifecycle programs and continue to build on those programs, and multiple reports and studies have demonstrated the improved software management capabilities, return on investment, and increasing demands of software consumers. But still, less than half surveyed have implemented these programs. The major claims for not implementing these programs are the difficulty of implementing the changes to the software development programs, uh, addressing legacy software, and product management organizations to control the programs. These are all significant challenges, but there are many organizations and professional communities that can provide roadmaps, uh, lessons learned, and guides for organizations to develop and implement these programs. The current trend is the government and a growing number of business consumers require evidence of SDL programs in their purchasing practices, suggesting that failing to implement these programs will likely have both a software security and competitive business impact. And finally, in the geopolitical risk management category, following the July 3rd, 2013 ouster of a democratically elected President Mohamed Morsi, the standoff between Egypt's military and mostly Muslim Brotherhood Morsi supporters, reached a crisis point last week. The military cleared protest sites with live ammunition rounds and bulldozers, uh, killing hundreds and injuring thousands, according to a variety of government and opposition reports. Protesters defied the uh, military crackdown on a, quote, Friday of rage, leading to dozens more deaths as leaders in countries around the world denounced the violence and some called for an end to international financial aid. The initial protests against Morsi had been organized by a group of political activists who leveraged social media to build support. They were bankrolled reportedly by the military and anti-Muslim Brotherhood interests in need of a popular movement to legitimize their move against Morsi, uh, who had become increasingly heavy-handed and was seen as mishandling Egypt's troubled economy. What happens next remains to be seen, but signs point to a return to a military-led government, possibly with a more Islamist orientation reminiscent of the military regime in Pakistan. Information security specialists may want to view the issue in terms of blowback in cyberspace, where complex regional and international issues combine to heighten risk and sustained and damaging disruptions. Despite its relatively small economy, Egypt is the world's most populous Arab country and signatory to a critical peace treaty with Israel. Activists backing the transnational Muslim Brotherhood are likely to attack entities perceived as supporting the military, including U.S., European, and Israeli interests. In other groups, the situation is more complicated. Uh, Saudi Arabia, for example, initially welcomed the coup against Morsi, but regional stability uh, probably trumps other considerations. The increasingly sectarian nature of the civil war in Syria, meanwhile, uh, suggests that cyber attacks may split along religious and ethnic lines. Iran's Shia government, for its part, may seek to catalyze the widening instability in hopes that a deep-stabilized Egypt will doom Israeli-Palestinian peace talks and distract global powers. This concludes the cyber risk report for this week. To read the full report, visit www.cisco.com/go/sio and select the cyber risk reports link. Tune in for next week's report from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations. Thanks for listening, and stay safe.